enter together into the web of life in all of its many seen and unseen dimensions. I'm Erin Schrader, owner of the Rebel Herbalist, and it is my honor to hold this portal to the other world. Let's enter, shall we? Dear listener, I've been thinking a lot about what I want to say on this 100th episode. I've been wondering what it is that you might want to hear, who it is that you want me to be. Am I meeting your expectations? Am I fully living into the role that you have cast for me? Have I disappointed you? inspired you, offended you, comforted you? What is the nature of our relationship? My words, my voice, birthing out of this land to your ears and your mind, held by the land that holds you. How are we weaving into each other? How does the land that we are rooted in weave itself together through our dreaming? What does the land want me to say? What does it want you to hear? What does it want us to be? What does it want us to do? Does the land long for the bits that it has loaned us as it watches us walking around in its skin? 100 times I've come to this platform to try and use the breath loaned to me to make words that might cause you to dream. That is why I come here. I want to dream together. Who might we be if we remember the truth? How might we act if our dream was closer to reality? That's it, you see. I want to become real. And I'm trying to convince you to do the same. I believe in this dream so much, this dream of becoming real, that I'm trying to rope you into it too. This is my agenda. Here it is. I expose the master plan. I want you to look at your hands and see them. I want you to see them echoed back to you in bat wings, in raccoon paws, and the leaves of passion flower. I want you to see that you are real 
and that you belong here. I want you to feel the cool in-breath on your nostrils and know that it is a gift from all of the green things, that without them this breath would not come. I want you to watch the water in the stream or the storm drain and feel its longing for the sea, imagining the course it will take to get there and see the same course echoed in your own veins and arteries who dump into the churning sea of your heart. We are all real, whether we know it or not. We may distract ourselves with endless entertainment of the mind or body without noticing that we're real, but it is no less so. Your tears are vestigial ocean drops and your tailbone remembers its ancient length even if you forget. What does it mean to be real, I hear you asking. Of course, we have the skin horse's perspective from the Velveteen Rabbit. To be real is to have lived and to have been loved, to belong somewhere to someone. But what he missed was that everything was already real. Whether it was eventually transformed by magic to a living, breathing body or not. The sheep sheared to make the discarded felt toy were real. The fossil fuels extracted to make the plastic car are real. The communities destroyed by those drilling and refining operations are real. The impact it makes when you smile warmly at the clerk is real. The farming practices that nourish your body are real. It is all real, and it is all intimately interwoven. I want you to know this and to see it everywhere. This summer, a field mouse trembled, cowering under my leg and looking for safety after the combine decimated his home in our neighboring field. I could feel how real he was his fear, his confusion, his need for safety and solace. I was shelter, I was real, and you are shelter for so many beings. You are real. For generations, we have adopted a worldview of transcendence, of using this world as a resource just to get us by until we return to our spiritual home in some other place. This has not been real, but an illusion to transcend, tame, domesticate, subjugate, oppress, and dominate. And the better we do that, the more likely it is we get to spend eternity 
in some place much better than this. And because of that worldview being forced into the minds of people all over the world for generations, we have forgotten what it means to be real. And I want us to remember We've been dreaming a dream of endless progress for the sake of progress. And that dream is destroying the world. But we can dream a new dream. A dream where we are real. Our actions are real. The world around us is real. But dreaming that dream takes courage because it means that we matter. If we are real, our choices matter. Our decisions matter. The words we say and tell ourselves matter. The food we eat and the places we buy it matter. The decisions and actions of the people that we ask to lead us matter because the consequences are real and they're immediate and they affect other beings who are also real. And so I may not know the nature of our relationship. I may not know for sure what the land wants me to say or what it wants you to hear. I may not know for sure that the choices I make are the best ones or that they actually align with what I believe in. But I can know that the way I show up in my life every day makes an actual, tangible, practical, measurable difference in this world that we live in together. That difference may be small or it may be enormous and sometimes it's really hard to know which is true. I've been trying to train our dog Mac, our almost one-year-old golden retriever, And we got the help of a really wonderful local dog trainer named George who was teaching me how to speak wolf to Mac without words, but instead with gestures and body language and eye contact and light touch. What I found was even though I wasn't yelling at him anymore, my actions were aggressive. I was stepping toward him aggressively. I was touching him harshly. I was communicating through my body language, my instability as a leader, because I was reactive, unsure, stressed out. And all of that translated to him through the energy I was carrying. The way for me to communicate with the gray wolf in Mac was for me to come into alignment in myself 
to find calm in myself, to find trust for him that he would understand me. And when I came to Mac from a place of calm and ease and flow, he responded to me. without my having to use any words or any aggression because once I was calm he could trust me once I was centered he believed me I was stable and then he was willing to listen but until my inner world was stable he could not hear me or trust me This is a teaching that is so far-reaching because as long as we're reactive and unstable, we're encouraging that same energy as a response from everything around us. Our dogs, our horses are wonderful examples of this mirror. They will show us the state that we're in. But this is also true of other humans. We can see it most easily in our children, but it's also true in our spouses and our coworkers. The energy we carry is real and it really impacts those around us. Of course, there will be times when we are upset, anxious, fearful, angry, We are human, and that cannot be avoided. But at those times, our work, our primary work, is to regulate ourselves. So that our interactions with other beings are not violence. These are things that humans once understood, and understood incredibly well back when they knew the world was real and when they knew that they were real and the words they said were real and mattered and so they said them sparingly and then when they did say them they said them artfully So 100 times now, I've come here to tell you that you're real. That this land is real. That we belong to each other. In a lot of ways, I'm saying the same thing over and over and over and over again. Because it's the thing that matters most to me that we wake up, that we look around, and everywhere we look, we see family. The mountain is the mother of our bones, the rivers, our blood, 
the air we breathe, carrying the whispers of all the voices of the world. I'll never forget the day I realized that I was taking a hot bath, probably in my late teens or early 20s. And there was a patch of sun shining on the wall of the bathtub. And it occurred to me that that sun was the result of a giant ball of fire projecting its heat and light to our planet. And that the water I was in was recently rain and would go to the ocean. And that my own body was made of minerals from the eroded slopes of the ancient Appalachian Mountains. It all dawned on me in a moment that right there with me in that bathroom, in that bathtub, were all the things that have ever lived through all time. I want you to see that too. I want you to see the miracle of this life and to deeply enjoy it. I don't want us to be rigid taskmasters of our choices, punishing ourselves for not making the right choice in relationship to the family of beings. I want us to be filled with and overflowing with love and care and tenderness for all of the lives that our lives depend on. Plant lives, animal lives, other human lives. We are a community and we rise and fall as a community. And when we practice magic, we are tearing the veil that prevents us from remembering that truth that everything is connected through the flow of energy and that when we attune ourselves or align ourselves to the energies of other beings other worlds open up to us the worlds of those other beings whether that's patchouli or rue or labradorite or odin when we open the channel of energetic communion with another being we enter their universe and that expands our potential our wisdom our understanding and our power It is all relationship. And it is not one-sided. Just as much as you are real, Labradorite is real. Rue is real. Horseshoe crab is real. 
They have their own experiences, their own worldview. their own consciousness, their own goals. And when we become awake to how real we are, then we are accountable to how real everything is. And all of this is a mystery. We live in a sea of mystery infused with meaning and power and ultimately ineffable. This world sells us stories about certainty, about control, about reputation and stigma. About credit scores. and bloodlines and fashion trends but is that real? I'm closing this 100th episode with a poem from Wendell Berry someone who deeply understood what it meant to be real. This poem was published in a poetry magazine in 1967, and it's called Do Not Be Ashamed. You will be walking some night in the comfortable dark of your yard, and suddenly a great light will shine round about you, and behind you will be a wall you never saw before. It will be clear to you suddenly that you were about to escape and that you are guilty. You misread the complex instructions. You are not a member. You lost your card or never had one. And you will know that they've been there all along. Their eyes on your letters and books, their hands in your pockets, their ears wired to your bed. Though you've done nothing shameful, they will want you to be ashamed. They will want you to kneel and weep and say you should have been like them. And once you say you are ashamed, reading the page they hold out to you, then such light as you have made in your history will leave you. They will no longer need to pursue you. You will pursue them, begging forgiveness. They will not forgive you. There is no power against them. It is only candor that is aloof from them, only an inward clarity, unashamed that they cannot reach. Be ready. When their light has picked you out and their questions are asked, say to them, I am not ashamed. A sure horizon will come around you. The heron will begin his flight from the hilltop. Do not be ashamed. To further support my work, please consider joining our community 
at patreon.com slash the rebel herbalist. Here you will find plant herbaria, deep sharings about the journey with plants and people, and a space for you to ask your questions and share your own journey with the plants. If you're not able to join us on the Patreon community and you still want to be in support of our work, please consider sharing this podcast with others or liking and following our pages on social media, Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much for tuning in for all of these 100 episodes. And we are so grateful for your support. Thank you for joining me for the Plant Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Schrader. I'm an herbalist, a mother, a holistic nurse, and a practitioner of the ancient ways. You can connect with me between episodes at therebelherbalist.com or on Instagram and Facebook, The Rebel Herbalist. Thank you for joining me, and it's time to come back to life.